Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 73 of the Metal and Magic podcast. If you follow us on any social media, you know that this is the first episode where we team up with the uh, wonderful, wonderful people at Underground Oracle. Jess and Keith at Underground Oracle on Twitter. You can find them on Facebook, Underground Oracle, undergroundoracle.com. Uh, they do a bunch of amazing third-party supplements. You've heard me talk about them before. But this is the first time we've teamed up to start doing episodic giveaways. Stay tuned, because somewhere in the length of this audio that you are currently listening to will be a code word. It will probably be preceded by me saying... This week's code word is... So the first person to get me a message that contains the code word, you can find me at Matt Forcefields on Twitter. You can do it at Metal and Magic Pod on Twitter. You can send it to the Metal and Magic Podcast uh, Facebook page. Comment on our most recent Instagram post at metal and magic at metal underscore and underscore magic underscore podcast or on our discord server first person to get me the code word gets and this is huge y'all their quarterly for 2019 it's it's for the last quarter of 2019 and it's everything they released in that quarter it's Jai freaking enormous and it's it's actually worth more than they charge for it on dm's guild but first person to get me the code word gets it for free all right so with that being said let's jump right into this week's episode episode 73 of the metal and magic podcast the land of gold where last we left you fuckers. Um, you had just walked in. You make that face every time and I just never notice. Um, I've never noticed that you've been calling us that. Anyway. Um, you guys have walked into the city of gold. The town of Bursk. Um, you went up a bit of stairs on your way there. I forgot to mention that. Um, you're back in a city under a mountain. Yeah. We could explode it. I'd rather you not. Um, you are in some sort of festival, some sort of gathering. There's another stage, middle of the city. Uh, group of people out just being, like, raucous as hell, cheering, booing, fucking just causing a scene. Uh, there's a well-dressed guy with a very nice mustache, silver and blue coat, fine clothes, Cool rapier standing on the stage. Cool in temperature or like style? Um, just style. You're not close enough to tell temperature of his rapier. Bow chicka bow wow. Um. So you guys are in the crowd. You feel free to talk to people or ask questions or whatever. Nothing's happening right now. Hey, what's going on? (laughs) Um. This, uh. Tiefling looks over at you and he's like, Why, it's the coronation of the new king of thieves. Who's that? 
Can anyone um, be nominated? Can anyone be nominated? Um, well, it's less of an election and more of a, you know, the other guy is gonna die. I stole this ring. Does the other guy know? Welcome! Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't see you, small thing. Die? Is the other guy what? Know that he's going to die? Most probably, yes. Mm, okay. Who are the contestants? Seems more of a competition. Uh, who's the game show host? Um, as you say, who's the game show host? Um, we're new in town. Just joined. <laughs> no. So um, I make my hand gold. You guys are asking a bunch of questions, so you're just gonna get a bunch of information. All right. So I'm just gonna read it in order. It's the coronation of the new king of thieves. What happened to the old king? Well, most everyone here is a thief or a murderer. So you know, murder. Um, oh, they kidnapped him. The rules of the, the rules of our charter clearly state that if someone challenges the king to single combat, the winner takes the throne. The king is allowed to choose a champion if he so chooses, uh, to put the fate of his reign in someone else's hand. Uh, Varn, our last king, chose to do this. He chose his champion, his advisor and right hand, Visinth, leader of the knives. His challenger was the guy up there, sitting in the nice chair. Uh, he's kind of newish. Uh, no, not many people know his name yet, but we, we, we're learning it quickly. Um, he must have made a deal with Vizinth or something, because when they began to fight, she almost immediately dropped her weapons and forfeited her combat. Vaughn was taken away um, by a few of the knives and imprisoned. For so, losing. like... What's yes. his name again? Varn. No, the dude on the. We don't know. He didn't say. And so I think I not... think if you don't know, you get killed. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm getting. Um, you ask what the guy's What's name is, name? and um, this other this like half orc turns to you, and he's like, Carrick. Is that your name or his name? His name. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's so okay. I'm, I'm Grunk. I'm drunk too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Well, so I haven't had that much wine, and my face I, is already I, warm I as turn, fuck. I turn to the tiefling. I say, "Wait, so you didn't know his name?" I uh, see. I was just playing the joke on you. Just trying to get you killed. Hey. Just trying to get you killed. Hey. This guy <laughs> didn't know the new king's name. No one's listening. It's just so fucking loud where you guys are. I use booming um, voice. <laughs> <laughs> I use thaumaturgy to make my voice three times as loud because I have cleric spells. No. Um, so, um, basically, Vizinth was Varn's champion. Yeah. And when the fight started, she immediately forfeited. Sweezy and they took him away. bitch. Um, Wait, that means we can challenge him. Yeah. And if someone... If someone pointed out, well, that's not technically murder because he's not dead. And then in the beginning, he said, you know, murder. Um, he says, well, you know. But, the, you know, thieves and all stole the throne. You know how we do. Um, <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes. It'd just, just be like that. You see what you want and you take it. By he's, any means necessary. He says, well, in the case that exactly, thank you, snack person. Well, I want it. You're welcome. You know, um, that's a vibe I can get behind. He says, um, in the case that the, the, the person is not killed... Is it like a cooldown period between challenging? Yes. Oh. 
It's um, however long you're staying plus one. <laughs> plus one. <laughs> um, whenever something like that happens, he says, and trust me, it it happens. The new king usually makes an example of the old king in some twisted way. So, like the combat challenge, we're all here not only to crown a new king, but to see what type of terrible thing they're going to do to our old one. You know, if I were to win the combat challenge, the terrible thing I would do to him is fuck him in front of everybody. That's a little too much information. All y'all eye contact. (laughs) Interesting. If you look away, you die. I never imagined... Megan's over here making tiny noises. (laughs) He looks at you and he's like, I think you'd fit in great. Yeah. You just dress the part. Um, Got the mindset. At that point, a uh, female tiefling with green hair and blue skin walks onto the stage with a large, ornately carved staff. She slams it three times on the stage, and the crowd is instantly silent. Hey, what's that staff? It's it's like a gavel. Shh, we're gonna get in trouble. I'm gonna steal it. <laughs> good, good luck. We all try. It's literally the whole reason I'm here. Um, <laughs> I bet that was too little, too low to hear. Um, maybe we caught it. Who knows? Uh, she slams it three times, and the crowd is instantly silent. She speaks. She says. As you all know, my name is Reverence, though most of you call me Rev. I am the Whisperer, and I am here to be the Master of Ceremonies for today's coronation. Unless you've been living under a rock for the past seven days, you know that Varn was dethroned by our new regent. Carrick Mythweaver defeated Varn without raising a single finger or spilling a single drop of blood. But now we must officially crown him king, and his first order of business will be to deal with our deposed ruler. Here, to crown our new ruler is the person he chose as his right hand. The cr- that was perfect, because I literally, it's just, the crowd begins to whisper. <laughs> um, like, who did he choose? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, seems to be the main question being asked. From a staircase leading up to the stage uh, steps a slender drow female. Short for an elf, she stands just over five feet. Her face relays nothing where emotions are concerned. She looks down her nose at the crowd as she approaches the right side of the throne that this Carrick person is sitting on. Uh, Her hair is pulled back in a tight high ponytail. She wears golden studded leather armor. Reverence speaks again. Here to crown the king is his right hand, leader of the knives, guard to the king, Vizinth. The crowd is heard audibly gasping. As we all know, she was the hand and guardian of the last king before she betrayed him. I lean over to the tiefling. Called it. Called it. (laughs) I've only been here for ten minutes and I already knew that. I watch a lot of movies. Um... Vizinth has a black pillow in her hands, atop which sits a golden circlet. She grabs the circlet and tosses the pillow aside into the crowd. People fight over it. Uh, I was going to say that I lean over to the tiefling and be like, Alright, fuck the gavel thing. I'm going to steal that pillow. It looks real nice. You can try. I mean, it's in the crowd. People are trying to get it. How far away? Uh, about three feet. 
in front of you. I grab it. Make a strength save. Or strength check. I cast Muscle Wizard first. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. I take my mushroom. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Twelve. He, uh, the the so. half-orc in front of you that talked to you earlier wrestles it away from you. <laughs> James does the fingers at eyes thing. I'm watching you. Um... She grabs the circlet, tosses the pillow aside. She then places the circlet on the head of Carrick. The crowd erupts in applause. Then you hear the same familiar three taps of the staff as Rev comes back on stage. The crowning is now done. Now we must see to Vaughn. Bring him out. Tap. Tap. You see two lightly armored individuals, basically like perp walking this halfling. Um, then, oh god, I wrote this a while back. Uh, then you all, oh wait, no, this is right. Then you all, except for Michael, remember the teleportation mishap you had when trying to leave the Grey Marsh. There was a halfling, Scrooge McDuck styling himself into a vault of treasure. This is that halfling. They bring him up onto the stage and drop him onto his knees in front of the now standing king. Carrick uh, looks at him and then looks at the crowd and starts to speak. While I may be a relative newcomer here, I know the rules. I know the tenets of our society, and I obviously know them better than you. Or perhaps your time here has caused you to forget what we stand for. We protect our own. What one does affects us all. We never used to steal from the poor. I know we aren't trustworthy by any means. But to our own, we are kin. And we don't mess with the livelihood of our kin. I'm being long-winded, so I'll get right down to it. Vaughn Saforo, you have committed several affronts to the tenets of the Golden Hand. For that, I challenged you. And for that reason, your hand forfeited the combat. We need to look to our own first, before we can make any sorts of deals with anyone, king or peasant. You took the throne, claiming an ancestry that leads back to the founder of the Golden Hand, Joan. And we can, with 100% certainty, say that that must be true, for you have messed up just as bad as he did. He steps forward. He doesn't draw his sword. He doesn't make a fist. He holds out one finger and taps it onto Varn's forehead. Varn begins to convulse like he's being electrocuted. Um, and when the convulsions end, Varn sits on the stage, eyes wide, mouth agape and drooling. He, he looks like he might be trying to speak, but all that comes out is like inintelligible inintelli uh, like, uh, grunts. James, were you trying to identify what had just happened? Or what no. are you doing? <laughs> You're going to attack. Um, so. Something is happening. A. 
16 to hit the half orb with the pillow. With what? What are you hitting with? My hands. Is he about to catch your hands? I'm going to say that doesn't hit. He's wearing what appears to be medium armor. Of some sort. Okay. You... But we're not going to say, like, I don't know. You you go to hit him, but he looks back at you and it, he's like... It's not, it's not a swing at him with an open. It's just, it's more of like a touch, like touch his back kind of thing. What are you attempting? Like, what is the, what is the purpose behind this? Casting a spell. Oh, so it's a touch attack. Yeah. You failed. At that point in time, he, uh, like, somebody in the crowd jostled him just enough for you to miss. Killed him instead. (laughs) What happened to that person? Uh, Because that person was a commoner. So you hit that person. I I sapped their life out of (laughs) them. They just, all the moisture drains out of their skin. Yeah. And they fucking turn into a California raisin. (laughs) Old, frankly. Polymorph. Into a California raisin. Oh, good. I'll put this with my wine. More zombie material. Oh, I didn't realize you had. Yeah. Um, so... Um... Carrick motions to the guards who brought in this halfling, Varn, and says, Throw him out the mountain entrance. He won't trouble us anymore. The guards take him into the distance, and you hear his unintelligible grunts as he fades off. Um, anyone who wants to know what happened can roll an Arcana check. Michael, that looks like a two. It is a two. Ooh. Ooh. So, uh, Aaron, did you roll? Yes. What did 13. you get? Grayson? 20. Megan? 11. James? 27 to hit. <laughs> That's not what we'll come back to that. <laughs> You're a liar. No. Okay, we'll come back to that. Hold on. So, uh, Grayson. Aaron, I'm sorry, what did you get? Thirteen. Okay, you didn't get it. Well the seventeen with a plus ten. Okay, hold on. We'll get to your attacking the fucking people in a crowd for the pillow. We'll get to that in a second. Um, Grayson, you uh identified what just happened as a spell known as Feeble Mind. Uh, feeble mind basically just makes you a vegetable. Forever? Okay. He gets a saving throw in, like, so many days, and if he fails it, it's permanent. Uh, there, okay. There's a spell that restores it. It might be greater restoration. It might be, like, like a major healing spell. Um, we can find out, though. Ooh, what level is it? It's a, it's a very high-level wizard spell. Let's see. Feeble Mind. Maybe not super high level. Let's see. Oh, no. Eighth level. Uh. Uh, on a failed save, the creature's intelligence and charisma becomes a one. The creature can't cast spells, can't activate magical items, understand language, or <clears throat> communicate any intelligible way. The creature can, however, identify its friends and follow them. Uh. At the end of every 30 days, the creature g- gets to repeat the saving throw. Uh, this can be... Uh, c- this effect can be ended by heal or wish. Oh. Wonderful. Um, 
But you guys know that he was the one in charge when the pact with Cedric was made. Yeah. Uh, so, James, let's resolve you to hit again. It was a 27. Yeah. Okay, what are you doing? Vampiric touch on the orc. Okay. Half orc. Whatever it is at 6th level. Alright, roll your damage. that pillow. I shouldn't have fucking said anything about the pillow. Well, you did. This is like when y'all obsessed and over the fucking table. Oh, God. Look. The I table the was chairs. beautiful, okay? Alright, James, what you got? It's only 16 damage. He is not dead. But he turns around and he's like, Bruh, what the fuck? What? He's like, I know it was you. Can I have my life force back? Prove it. Calls in the magic CSI. I mean, dude, it could have been anyone was here, it let's me? be honest. He's like, okay, I'm going to roll an insight check. If you're rolling, if you're deceiving. Yeah. I mean, I'm roll not Shut up. <laughs> I'm rolling it on my dice I'm because you already rolled. rolled. All right, fine. What did I'm you roll at deception? Fifteen. I rolled a three. <laughs> Fuck your dice, Megan. They suck. <laughs> you bought them. They only work for you and not really. <laughs> I'm gonna add to the bluff and I'm gonna say it was that guy and point to the guy next to him. What did you roll? <laughs> no, you can't look. Hey. I rolled the same number, motherfucker. Oh. Well, I have a plus 13 to deception. I fucking don't. <laughs> so, so, 14. He's like, okay, so what you see him do is he sets the pillow down, and he grabs a dagger, and he fucking jabs at the dude next to him. He's like, you son of a bitch, give me back my blood! And he stabs it. I grab the pillow and cast invisibility. On yourself or on yeah, the pillow? On myself. Okay, just curious. Which the pillow becomes invisible okay. too. Because. So, um, yeah, uh, he's not going to see you doing it, so. Boop! You're, you're invisible. God, this is so fucking. Is it soft? It's fucking. It's it's so worth it. Yes. It's worth a six level spell slot, dude. It's a good pillow. Yes. It's a little dirty, but you can clean it. It yeah. doesn't need to be dry. You can press and digitate the shit. <laughs> oh, I can't see. You don't know where I'm at. Yeah. But yeah, you, it's a t- it's a fucking amazing pillow. Like better than the pillows in your rich ass mansion. I, I from my invisibility state, I scream. Oh my god, he's stabbing him! <laughs> people start to look. <laughs> um, people start to look, and then um, and then the next commenter I pass by is kind of wait. Is this a- what the fuck was that? <laughs> what was that? You molest them. Who are you molesting? Well, vampiric touch. Last for a minute, but because I used uh, invisibility, invisibility you can't do it. Yeah, yeah, and it would bring you out of invisibility if you did it. Again. Uh, if only you had a cloak of invisibility or whatever, because you can—it's greater invisibility. And I you can... need one of those. Mm, too bad. It's weird. I never gave you one. <laughs> My rogue has one. <laughs> so good. So um, while that's have... happening, I you see... have one. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Can I have? It? I don't remember <laughs> giving you that. That's... But you asked me to pick. I did ask you to just pick random shit. Okay. Um, anyway, you'd have to be attuned to it, so it doesn't work right now. Um, yeah, I'm shitting on your parade. Um. <laughs> Got the pillow, though. Yeah, you did. 
Um, you see a couple of people who look like the guards that drew, drug off the, the um, halfling come into the crowd after James screams, and they start separating people. And then you hear, slam, slam, slam. And the uh, crowd gets silent again. Um, he Carrick looks out at the crowd, and he says, We're a kingdom of the worst society has to offer. But we don't put our fellow neighbors in danger. <laughs> Tell that to that guy. <laughs> he kind of looks out of the crowd and he's like, "Could have chosen my words better. <laughs> Didn't write this in." <laughs> we don't put our fellow neighbors in danger, and we don't make packs. Period. We live for ourselves. We worship. The one pantheon, the true pantheon, platinum, gold, silver, and copper. We exist to get rich and get even. While we are for hire, we choose our own contracts. Now get back to work and make yourselves and me some money. And with that, you hear slam, 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 and the crowd disperses. And it's like they're going back to their lives. All right. That was a pretty awesome speech, I feel like, not gonna lie. I feel like that, that's a gavel of suggestion. Every time she, she slams it, she like speaks like silence or mass yeah, suggestion. Yeah, he's got so he'll never remember. Everyone that hears the gavel is like, yeah. Megan's upset. Why? So Megan's character knew one thing <laughs> about Varn Sephoral, the halfling. What was it, Megan? He makes like really, really fucking awesome cookies. And I said he just secret recipe that only he knew, and he just got feeble minded. <laughs> so he won't ever remember it. Well, you know, when we reach level nine, I can take wish, and we can wish him back to normal. But that's not gonna when you happen. reach like level eighteen. I mean, spell. Yeah, I know you're spell. But that's, I'm not gonna waste a wish spell on that. Yeah, you could just They're wish to know good. how to make the best cookies in the world. Uh, oh, that's true. If he ever gets wish, he can cast wish for the best cookie recipe in the world. That's better than that one. Yeah. Yeah, like cookies that make the gods tremble. I want this to be the group's new objective. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Figuring out how to make the best cookies in all of cars. Aren't we and trying then, to stop a war? Yeah, but you could do both. No, I would... With cookies. I mean, I have a side quest Ooh. to repopulate the land with snakes. I might That's why I have much. a breeding basket in my bedroom on the you ship. You even have a book you never read that might have clues. If I ever get the a wish spell. The one from the botanist? Yeah. If I ever get a wish spell, I'm going to make it so Cedric's entire goal now is to make the best cookies in the world, and all of his army efforts are oh only for that. Oh my god, then that. we can <laughs> transfer into fucking Quest for Flavortown. Yeah. Oh, Dungeons and Divers and Dragons and Divins and Dives. And his name will now become... Guy Fieri. Fieri. Guy Fieri, the Prince of Taste Town. Yeah. I thought I did read that book. There was two books. And, oh, you read that book. You have another book you didn't read. Sorry. Long okay. time ago. So, like, there was the book that was the notes about the end. Yes. And then there was and another there book. Was the book that was the, basically, instruction manual. Yes. But did you read the instruction manual? Or did I, you just read the cover? I think I read the cover. Mm-hmm. The instruction manual. But yes. the entire notes I read. Yes. You didn't read the instruction manual. Okay. Just going to leave it at that. Um, so, um, this town is quite large. Uh, it's probably double the size of Ironkeep. 
there are, um, you know how when you're in downtown New Orleans and there are the signs that says, like, Riverwalk, this way, uh-huh. uh, French Quarter, that way, yeah. there are signs like that. They're all in common. Okay. Um, I look for one that says magic items or something. So there's, like, in the main square where you guys are standing, past the stage, there's a parliamentary style building. It kind of looks like, um, it kind of looks like Parliament. Um, and there's a, a thing that points up towards it, and it says, um, it says, government building. Wow. And under it, there are little dots, and each bullet point says, the culinarian, the whisperer, the right hand, the reckoner, and the prowler. Mm-hmm. And it's all pointed to the governor, the government building. Um, there are... Tons of fences, shit setting up shop. Like there's little little stores where you can sell stolen items and buy stolen items. Man, I wish we had more stolen items. You can you can sell items. But what about dragon parts? Um, you might be able to find somebody. Um, everybody roll perception. Get you guys rolling since there was a fucking combat earlier. I need to get rid of this dice. But. Michael killed everybody immediately. So. Yeah, I'm assuming you thought that was going to take some time. <laughs> well, I, I didn't know. It depended on the. Uh, it depended on initiative order. Mm. Yeah, if I high. went first, it would have taken forever. I'm really glad I rolled high. Megan was probably going to drop a fucking fireball just on you guys, just on all of you. You'd all live. But she'd have killed everything, too. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was going to cast fireball. See? James could have hacky sacked a fireball. Alright, perception. Uh, Michael. Eleven. Aaron. Seventeen. James. Ten. Grayson. Twenty-one. Megan. Megan. Nine. Nine. Um, anyone who got above twelve. Ugh. <laughs> so, um, you see... One of the fences is called Flynn's Fence. <clears throat> um, there's a tavern and inn called the Broken Bone. Um, there's a manor behind the parliamentary building. You're not sure what that is. Um, to the west is a giant portcullis. Um... Who got the best number? Grayson, with your superior eyesight. Um, through the portcullis to the west, you see what looks like an underground dock of some sort. Um, okay. There's a bunch of shops. Um, but yeah. So, uh, there are also... What is that? <laughs> what was that? What was the guy? What did you Gideon see when do? the thing he's licking and then he'll chew on his fur and like suck on it while also purring? Fucking weirdo. Yeah, you. Yeah, you, you fucking weirdo. Cute ass, weird ass. Bitch ass. For those at home, he's talking about the cats. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's a there's some stores. Um. <clears throat> 
I don't have a pencil. I'm stealing yours. There's one that says Molly's. Huh? There's one that says Molly's Magical Mall. Okay. Ooh. With my 11, can I at least see just that one store? Sure. Okay, thank God. Who all was with us with Flynn? That was before you two. Yeah, um, um, it was North Holt. So it was right yeah. before they joined. So like Anthony the... and Manu and uh, Trake was still here technically, but only yeah. in spirit. And um, then you three. Morana was there. So at this table right now, uh, Karox, Salar, and Morana. Well, Karox is invisible, so Salar's going to go over to Morana. <laughs> she literally <laughs> switched chairs. <laughs> Pointing out Flynn's thing. Yes, Flynn's fence. <laughs> Don't fall. Don't fall. I'm not going to. So you both remember there was a guy named Flynn mm-hmm. who sold you out to the pontiff at North Holt. If this dude has a crystal eye, we're killing him. I'm okay with that. Cat's <laughs> okay. really excited about him. Mm-hmm. Fucking per box. <laughs> Per He's machine. Just a happy little boy. Happy bunch of allergies. What? Are you toss? Fergie? You. Fergus. Yeah. Fergalicious. So many names. I'm just looking at a gentle, like. Would no. you mind going up to that, like, Finn's place mm-hmm. over there? And letting me know if you see a guy with a crystal eye, but don't let him know that you know me. Sure. And don't say that you were sent over to see if he has a crystal eye. Okay. Also, just tell me a description. Oh, you can just turn into him. Yeah, I'll just turn into him. Oh, wait, I'm not a player. Shut up. You didn't hear that. Well, I was going to do that anyway, so don't worry. I'm a shapeshifter. I got this. So, yeah, just can you go scope that out? Yeah. So I approach the store or fence or whatever. Okay. You walk up to Flynn's fence. Um... Flynn, Flynn is standing behind his desk. He has a uh, crystal eye. <laughs> he has uh, he, he's a dashing fellow with uh, like Disney prince hair. I specifically look at his eye. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Is it crystal? Yeah, it is. Cool. Uh, just to make it so I'm actually killing two birds with one stone. Do you have a bag of holding? You ask him. Yeah. Um, he says, uh, no, but I got, um, I've got one thing here. Just one? (laughs) No, no, bag-like. Oh. Um, he pulls out this. Uh. It's like a backpack with eight orbs that look kind of like spider eyes, and, uh, the stitching on it has a, is in a spiderweb pattern. Okay, what is this thing? It's called the Web Grip rucksack um he says uh this spider leather bag is lined with a thin layer of adhesive web items stored in the bag are held in place by the web preventing stored items from clattering around while being removed without permission i'm sorry or being removed without permission oh okay i'm like what that's that's horrible (laughs) while you wear while you're wearing the bag creatures other than you have disadvantage on sleight of hand checks to steal from you uh, the bag and its eight straps adhere to the surface they're pressed against, uh, such as a creature's torso, the wall of an inn, etc. Okay. Uh, if you're wearing the bag, you can gently remove the straps from your body as an action. 
Other creatures that attempt to wrench the bag from you must make strength checks with disadvantage. The bag can hold 8 cubic feet or 80 pounds. Spider leather is pliable and stretches easily, allowing the bag to shrink and grow to accommodate the objects placed inside to some degree. Even though the eyes adorning the bag are lifeless and unmoving, they still blink on rare occasions. How much? Ah. How much, he says. A th- 1,500 gold. I'll give you 800. <coughs> oh, excuse me, guys. Roll persuasion. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to roll with another dice, but oh well. 24? Fuck. <laughs> that was a nice little jig beforehand. I got 14 on the die. I got a, le- a 13 on the die. He's not as persuasive as you. Um, he says, um, you, uh, 900. I'll drop it to 9. Sure. So, yeah, you have the web grip rucksack. Cool. I'm gonna zoom in on this picture. Take a screenshot of it. Nope, that's Siri. Fuck. Closed out. I suck oh, at this. And then I'll go back and I'll sh- I'll literally transform into him and I'll say, <coughs> yeah, Crystal Eye. That's him. Change back before people see you. I did. It was just for a second. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that's him. We're going to kill him. <coughs> We're back after I can't stop coughing. Um, so you transformed into him for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh... Salar, it was long enough for you to be like, yep, that's that fucker. Mm-hmm. Um, Morana said, you know what? I'm going to go grab some food. And she left the table. Um, <clears throat> we can't hear you from in there. Sorry, your fireball doesn't work from that far away. There's a range. And it's not the kitchen. I mean... Yeah... Casting fireball into the store might not be the best idea. <laughs> there might be some stuff in there that we can maybe, you know. Maybe some explosives. Take. Yeah, I'll point um, to my awesome new bag and be like, look at this thing. And there's also the whole fact that the new king just said, don't bring harm upon the can. Yeah, but somebody also killed somebody in the crowd. But they got taken away by guards. Exactly. So maybe not kill him right this instant. But we gon' kill him. But let him know but that we gon' kill him. But technically, we <clears throat> he isn't our kin. No, but so do we really? Do we really want to? We wouldn't be breaking the king's rules. Technically, but then we could still be taken as <clears throat> whatever. We wanna. There's a new king. We want to make sure that he's on our side first, so we don't want to go ahead and fuck shit up before we even. Sp- Speak, like, get a message to him or yeah. anything like that. Have an put, audience with them. Let me put something out there. <laughs> I'm listening. The dude said they make their own contracts. Mm-hmm. So, and they're all a bunch of thieves and murderers. Can't trust them. Can't even trust, like, going up to them and being like, hey... Join King Mora's team. 
And then they say, yeah, and the next thing you know, next thing we know, they're fucking stabbing us in the back. Um, well, he did say specifically. Yeah, no. Um, that he allied with King Cedric and blah, blah, blah. He... He said, we don't make pacts. We don't put ourselves in danger. No, he said, we don't make pacts. We make our own contracts, but we don't make pacts with others. Um, The king has office hours. Cool. Where can we find his office hours? At the government parliamentary building. We're not casting fireball into the... I'm doing it. No, we're not. (laughs) I'm doing there it. are items. <laughs> so Some of them will survive. And and we can we we should probably come off as good what people. What is your alignment? Megan, you <laughs> just became neutral good. good. Stop. Doing it. You can't. <clears throat> they said not to. They asked you not to because they said eventually we'll kill him, but not right now. Is what she yeah. said. We're still going to kill him. We're still He'll gonna be there. Him. He owns a shop. Yeah, we're still I'm gonna kill saying, him. It's just I've got more spell slots. Than what if everybody went in I there and bought the things that they wanted? <laughs> what? What if everybody just went in there and bought the things they wanted, and then I could do it? Okay, I'll go back and I'll ask him what other stuff he has, so I can potentially buy it. Are you casting it from like an item or? No, she can cast fireball now. Okay, I can also cast counter spell. So. Oh. Okay. He's just wanting to know for spell level purposes. <laughs> if you don't wanna... you have to be the target of the spell? No. Oh, okay. I don't remember how counter spell works because I never used it. Uh, just let shit happen, I guess. Just, we, we, we can destroy the place when we're done with the place. Beforehand, let's try to keep a low profile. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll go up there. I'll literally just buy out his entire store so that whenever he goes back to his house, you guys can murder him and I'll just get my gold back. But that means someone would have to follow him back to his house. I have a cloak of invisibility. I can follow him. How much gold do you have? 28,000. Huh. And I technically, with the party, we have... we have 100,000 gold worth Yeah, we have 110,000 gold. Well, the 100,000 gold is it technically gold. It's gold so and statues. It's yeah, statues but he would accept that. I mean, I'm pretty sure for the Be- sake of D&D that it counts. Like, if you were like, oh, I want to buy this sword, here's a freaking painting. Like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Is someone going back? Sorry, y'all, I can't speak anymore. Is someone going back to I'll look at his stuff? Alright. So laid out on the table in front of him are three items. You that's all that's in the shop. Alright, he has three left. So he has Karox three left. went oh. up there? Karox went up there. So now we fireball. No. <laughs> are you still invisible? No. Okay. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> there's a bottle that looks like that. It's uh, got some weird fizzy, sparkly blue liquid in it. I sip it. <laughs> it's not. You go to grab it. He's like, no, no. You have to. You have to purchase that. He's for buying. What is it? So like, does he? Does he recognize? This is a long time ago. Um, I still remember him. No. This only rolls ones. <laughs> no, he doesn't recognize you. Um, you've changed your look a bit anyway. Like, you don't, you're don't. you not wearing the same thing you were wearing back months ago. Yeah, I got a, I got a hooded cow. You got a hood. He's got a deep hood. It covers my whole, everything. He's got this weird, it. 
fucking rotted armor arm. It's, it, I imagine it looks more like rusted chainmail yeah. sleeve. Kind of like that. That's good. It's a good thing. I like your imagination, James. Use it more. I'm playing. What are we doing? My whole dimension door has a, a whole like I know. skeletal border and everything. So you asked what that was. It's not very right. Original, yeah. But. He says it's called a gin and tonic. Ah, uh, I slap him. You're not there. I slap him. Ah, no. <laughs> Your hand um. goes through him. He's an illusion. I steal all his shit because he can't hurt me. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Let's get out of town. <laughs> it's a gin and tonic. Um, What's the tonic part of it? When you drink this potion, you gain the effect of the gaseous form spell for 10 minutes, or until you end it using an action. When the effect ends, your form rematerializes in a rush of air, forcing all large and smaller creatures within 30 feet of you to make a strength save on a failed save. They are pushed 10 feet away from you and knocked prone. Um, did they close the door? Yeah. Oh. Um, and by the way, he tells you, um, a typical gin and tonic, uh, is a specialty alcoholic beverage that causes a magical wind to tussle your hair, cloak, or clothing dramatically. But this one causes you to actually take a gaseous form. The original version would just make it look like wind is tussling you around you. Um, mm. A small mode of mist dances above the potion's liquid and gently stirs it. The beverage is smooth, bubbly, and very refreshing, with notes of juniper, elderberries, white peach, and lavender. Due to its magical nature, the alcohol within this potion affects a creature twice as much as alcohol in a non-magical beverage. This is the same thing? Yes, except this version doesn't cause the, like, gentle tussling of your hair and your clothes to makes bustle. Become... This makes you gaseous form. Yeah. So since it's twice as powerful, do you have, like, disadvantage in your concept? Uh, yeah. So you're drunk after you take it. Unless you, you know, you're not. Um, she says, so there's that. Uh, I have two other items. Where'd you get that? Someone sold it to me. Heavy wink. <laughs> His tooth goes king. Pops out. No. Um, there's a um. Y'all know in Harry Potter, like Mad Eye Mooney, Moody has that thing that that eye. Yeah. It's like that, but it's not an eye. It's just one singular goggle. Okay. Um, and it's got some like steampunky gears on it. There's that. And there's one other item. It is a leather... No. It is a met, brushed metal bracelet. Just a like a bracelet. But it looks like it's got ink dripping out of the inside of it. So there's the eyepiece and the bracelet. And the gin and tonic. I pop up next to it. What are these things? <laughs> so I'm glad you asked obviously I'm going to inquire about the items that are before me <laughs> the inker's armband is a wondrous item it is common 
Um, this brushed metal bracelet is lined with magical black ink. The ink only stains skin and slides harmlessly off clothing. While wearing the bracelet, you can use a bonus action to cause magical tattoos to appear on the arm with the bracelet. The tattoos remain until you remove the bracelet or use a bonus action to end the effect. Um, the tattoos can either be still or magically animated. A slow loop that re repeats every six seconds. It's vine on your arm. Um, regardless of the tattoo, the armband only produces black ink. That's it. That's all that that one does. So, like, you could wear it and then have snakes slithering up and down your arm? Yeah. What about this goggle? The Chronomancer's Eyepiece. Hmm? Very rare. Now that sounds special. This singular lens lets you faintly see and command the flow of time around a target. The eyepiece has five charges, regains 1d4 plus one expended charges daily at dawn. While wearing the eyepiece, you can expend one charge as a reaction at the end of another creature's turn to speak either the eye either of the eyepiece's two command words to warp the flow of time around that specific creature. You must be able to see the target. It must be within 60 feet of you. The two uh, command words are past or future. Past, if the target is willing, it is teleported back to the space it was at in the beginning of its turn. If another creature or object is occupying the space, the target is teleported to the nearest unoccupied space. Any unwilling target must make a DC 16 charisma save or be teleported in this way against its will. Future. If the target is willing, it can immediately choose to move again up to half its speed without provoking any opportunity attacks. After the target moves in this way, its speed is halved until the end of its next turn. So you can either bring someone back to where they were or let them move mm -hmm. further. Um, or you can unwillingly teleport someone, uh, uh, an enemy, back to where they were. So, those are the three things. <coughs> Lovely. Well, I'm going to buy the goggles. <laughs> the goggle. Yeah. It is a singular gog. Yeah. The Google. The Google. Um, the goggle is 20,000 gold. <laughs> I got some paintings in the back. He says, well, I do, uh, I do purchase art. Certainly. Um, I bring, I'll be like, I'm like, alright, I'll, I'll be right back. I don't really know where we've had all these artworks. It's, it's magic, dude. It's fine. Don't you have a bag of holding, Michael? No, I'm trying to buy one. Oh. <laughs> it's it's magic. Fuck it. Okay. Look, okay, it's fucking game. We weren't able to put his body because Cedric fucking yeeted his ass out of here. Drake's said, just been carrying it. He's a muscle man. Said, said just, yeah, Drake's got Drake's got a much larger strength score than anyone else, so it's fine. And he's a Goliath, so he can carry. This is a fantasy world, but much. here's where we draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So yeah, that's uh you go and you get I'm gonna grab I'll I'll grab one painting. Yeah, I imagine from the party stash there's a twenty thousand piece gold thing of that king guy but he's just like in the nude like <laughs> with water like rushing over him uh, <laughs> what is he in like 
Coyote Ugly Bar? Yes! <laughs> yes, except it's much more tasteful. <laughs> the, the, water, gold. the water covers up his privates. Yeah, okay, so I, I bring in this painting. Which king are we talking about? The the one from Winterwater that died. Oh, Henry. Yeah. That was before he was king. But yeah. Yeah. So now I'll just cross that off and make it 80,000 uh, gold. Maybe. Let's see. Oh, I'm bringing this painting. I was like, oh, you still have that gaggle. Correct. Goggle, yes. Well, yes, yes. He has a painting facing me. Okay. And then as I turn around, I say, and here I have, what was that dude's name? Henry Highborn. I have a painting of Henry Highborn back in his, you know, younger Before living days crime. where he did more... Molly. Uh, <laughs> he did more Molly. <laughs> he did more <laughs> provocative activities. Here, I have a picture of him with water being poured all over his body and splashing. The water, it came upon him. Yeah. And he's leaning back in a chair with his hair wet, slipped down his back. Well, if this is true, that you certainly have such a painting... I turn around and show him. It could be worth a considerable amount of money! <laughs> I was not... I was not... Prepared for that amount of but he gratuitous nudity. <laughs> How is both his water. front but also his butthole present? <laughs> These the are questions we must ask. It's the angle. angle of the chair. You know, elves have three buttholes. <laughs> well, then that's not a hard, that's not a, a hard weird thing to, to the canon. answer. I'd like to point out that that is a true fact. <laughs> I don't think it is. From Hello from the Magic Tavern. <laughs> Or elves have two buttholes and wizards have three. I can't remember. I don't think that's Wizard true. is a race. Because I don't have a butt. So wait, if you're an elf wizard, you have five? You know, they stack. <laughs> um, no, wizard is a race. <laughs> Hello from Magic Tavern is so good. Anyway. Um, so he's, he's like... We, we, we've got to crossbreed all these races with multiple buttholes to see how many buttholes we can get. That's the point of an entire season. <laughs> um... That's what I'll make Cedric's goal, that. Yeah. <laughs> we cast Wish. You guys are not getting to the ninth level spells now. <laughs> I've cut it short. So, um, he says, I will gladly give you... I think it's an even trade. The goggle for the painting. I'll take it. Alright. He puts one hand on the goggle... And hands it to you as he puts a hand on the painting. I put one hand on the painting as I hand it to him. I put one hand on the goggle. All right. Exchange is done. No funny business. No funny business. All right. How much for that gin and tonic? Ah, yes. The gin and tonic is 15,000 gold. Five for it. I'm pretty sure that's not what it's worth. (laughs) I think he's got you. <laughs> I can't go that low, but I can... There's a 20 or 33. I can't go that low, but I will drop it to a thousand. 
basically a super buffed potion of gas. Wait, did you say a thousand? <laughs> yeah. What did I say? You did say a thousand. Wait, wait, wait. I buy it for no. a thousand. <laughs> Shit, I forgot how much I told you it was. <laughs> I meant ten thousand. I'll drop it to ten. You persuaded them to go lower than your asking price. <laughs> I forgot what that I was a twenty, so. No. Uh, <laughs> he takes it, he'll say, I'll do it for ten thousand. I have to make some money. 8000 You stole it. I didn't steal it. I'm selling it for someone who stole it. Well, Shit. They stole it. Yeah. But I have to make money. <laughs> I'll go in the in-between. 8000 Look. I can do 8000 I'm sure All you right. have some other line of work that you do. Well, um... From time to time, I am known to go out and take a contract, yes. But this is my first love. I just put the gin and tonic in the party loot, so if anyone ever wants to drink a gin, they can. Um, there's one item left. It's that weird arm tattoo bracelet. Okay, maybe Salar will want this for Snake's upper arm. How much for it? That one. That's uh, that's fifteen hundred. That's the correct price, by the way. I just don't. It could be three hundred for it. <laughs> Twenty-three. I gave him a plus five. Twenty. Can we meet in the middle again, dear sir? You you talk a hard bargain. <laughs> I'll tell you what. What is that? I'll pay half for it mm -hmm. if afterwards you take me to your house for a drink. I. For a gin and tonic. I um I don't bring customers to my house. Yeah, but. I want to seek business with you. Um, you can come back during my office hours tomorrow morning. I'll be here with four new items. Look, I have a fuck ton of money. And I want to buy more stuff. If you have more That's stuff in your house, maybe we can, you know. I get a shipment in every morning. So you have nothing in your house that you're willing to sell? Not even your house. Look. We've had so much money thrown at us since we got here. I, really, I, I just need to spend it. I really don't want to die. I'm not going <laughs> to kill you. <laughs> you might not. Well, he doesn't he even doesn't know about them. He doesn't recognize us. The heck are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to lick Megan's face. Um. Okay, like, out of character, I know, I know. I'm going to follow him anyway. <laughs> Megan, I'm stealing your luck. What is it? It's an at 20. Okay. Damn. You gave him a plus five? Yeah. Yeah, I got a 23. So I got a 25. Yeah, he's like, listen, listen. I talk business here at my business. All right. If it, I, I'll I, have to put my money elsewhere, I guess. You just come back tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's, talk it's, I'm not going to have money probably tomorrow. I don't think you understand... He's got a hole in his pocket. Oh, well. And this is money I need to get rid of, if you understand. You know, being in this profession, I'm sure you do. Well, you know, maybe we can work something out. Hmm. Um, he gives you directions to his house and tells you, um, you and your friend, if he, you want, can come by tonight um, to talk business. Yeah. Over a lovely, uh, I've got some good wine. We can oh. talk. 
Sounds great. Okay. Okay. So he's like, well, looks like it's time for me to close up shop since I don't have anything left to sell. Thank you, gentlemen. Toodles. <laughs> you got oh. that painting you can sell. Oh, I walk over and I give you the armband if you want it. Apparently you can, it can you make can snakes up your arm. You could technically put it over your fucking arm with the, uh, with the warlock mark. Make it a wiggle warlock mark? Yeah. You can make a warlock mark, like, part of something else. Like snakes could pop out of it. Casually pulls off a glove. And then on the palm where there's the mark pargoa right there, you know? How there's the how there's the symbol on the, the side of the palm. Uh-huh. That's gonna be on the top of a snake head, and I just go at the, at the Fergie and the snake sticks out its little tongue and goes <laughs> <laughs> so that's where we're gonna end it because now I've got a ride for this meeting hell yeah so you guys thank you for being here late we'll see you next time bye congratulations you've made it to the end of episode 73 of the metal and magic podcast and I'm sure you're wondering where that code word is. Well, this episode was actually recorded before we got the uh, thing worked out with the code words. So, here it is. This week's code word is... Are you ready? Are you sure you're ready? This week's code word is... Marabu. M-A-R-A-B-U. Marabu. It's one of the races in the quarterly that the first person who gets me the word Marabu will win. So with that being said, everybody, like us on Facebook, like Underground Oracle on Facebook, like us on, follow us on Twitter at Metal and Magic Pod, find us on all the social media, get me that code word, and you will get your free Underground Oracle quarterly. First person to give me that word wins. So with that being said, everybody, we love you. Thank you for listening. Look forward to next week's giveaway. Have a magical night and a magical life.